0: podcast city network this is jim the podcast sherpa from too many podcasts and you've got a ringside seat to the mark the shark mma show Mm, let's get ready to
1: podcast today's podcast episode is brought to you by defense soap defend what you have built used by all jiu-jitsu and mma athletes to prevent skin infections save 15 percent with the code mark the shark mma show this episode is also brought to you by Audible. You will get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day trial. And also, this episode is brought to you by the Henzo Gracie Academy of Ramapo Valley, New Jersey. Save 10% if you use the code shark MMA Show. Call them today at 201-580-0581. Hi, everyone. I just want to let you know that both me and my daughter have new books out. My daughter's book is called A Little Bit Louder, which is the second book in the Invisible Girl series. And my new book is a vampire fantasy book series called The Dark World Chronicles. And the first book in the series is called Marcus the Vampire. You can check them both out at www.retordofamilybooks.com or Amazon.com or Barnes and Noble. All right, guys, we're back on the show. Today, I got a very special guest. I have a person who's not only a martial artist, but he's also a doctor. Please give a warm welcome to Dr. Michael Evangel. How are you doing today, Michael?
0: Good, Mark. It's good to be here with you. We had some technical difficulties, but we've got it all straightened out now.
1: Yeah, it took us a while to get going here, but we finally got it going. And it's, uh, you know... That's how thing is, right? Like the technology, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's for
0: sure. it's working now?
1: I have to give you a short story. I have a friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name because um, he he helps me out with the podcast. Everyone has no problems, you know, Zoom or I have an Anchor app that you can use on your mobile phone to call in. Him, never works. So what I have to do to podcast with him, I actually have to call his house number and use my cell phone to record, record our wow. conversation. It's hysterical. It's Only him. But this is like the second year that I guess you would be up there, too.
0: Okay. well <laughs> we, we, we MacGyvered it. We got it uh, going now.
1: Yeah. All right. So, Michael, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, martial arts background?
0: Well, I started off as a teenager. I um, had a bad experience Uh, when I was 18 years old. I went up to a, um, in the drinking age in New York State, was 18 back then. I had a little bit too much to drink, and this bouncer named Tiny uh, put a beating on me. So I didn't like that too much, so I started studying martial arts, and when I was a yellow belt, I went up looking for him. Lucky for me, Tiny was off that night. <laughs> I was six foot nine. That's why they call him tiny. Oh, wow. So that was kind of like my, uh, cause I seen Bruce Lee movies in the seventies. It got me interested in studying martial arts. And then I realized a little while into it that you should not look for conflict situations. You should try to avoid them. Yep. One of my favorite expressions is you'll never lose a fight. You're not in because no matter how, how good you are, how good you think you are. Somebody else could get lucky, or you could make a mistake, or a combination thereof, and you could go down. It reminds me of the Michael Moore, not the filmmaker Michael Moore, but the heavyweight and George Foreman. Yeah. I if you remember that fight. He was beating the tar of George Foreman, you know, for the entire fight. At the end of the fight, George knocked him out.
1: Yeah. And he said
0: to Michael after the He was
1: old when he did that, too.
0: He was old. He was real old. He became the oldest heavyweight to win. And he said, you know, what happened? He said, I didn't think you could knock me, knock me out. And that's a prime example of never underestimate anybody because any given day, anything can happen. Yeah. So that's what I've been living ever since. But lucky for me, tiny was off for us. I won't maybe be here today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Now, you, you, you have uh, black belts in multiple disciplines, right?
0: Yes. I have a third degree black belt in Hakuru Jiu-Jitsu and a seventh degree in Taekwondo. Oh, and I, wow. studied, I studied uh Hakuru with uh, Mikey Pasquale, I'm not sure if you know him. Yeah, yeah. He's not, he's
1: like that far from me from, yeah. my, from my house. Yeah. Well, you're not far a lot of movies. Now. Like he was into like he was like in a lot of the karate illustrating, Kung Fu illustrated magazines right. back in right.
0: the day. So when we were teenagers, him. um really I started going up to his dojo and working with his dad too, and he's in yeah, Jersey, and his dad was a great man. He passed away. He actually made the first American martial arts movie ever called Chop Chop with Paramount. And it was a documentary. And he ran the martial arts exhibit at the 1964 World's Fair under uh, recommendation and invitation of the Japanese government. And he's really a pioneer of American jiu-jitsu. So I was lucky to study with one of, you know, some of the best people in the world in jiu-jitsu. And then I was teaching Mike Taekwondo and we worked. At a place, I'm sure if you're kind of younger than me, though, I'm 65. I do a lot of longevity work, too, with my martial arts. I might mean, martial arts with my chiropractic practice, studying how to live long and prosper. But I think Star Trek might have a trademark on that one. But uh, Spock. You're yeah, right? Yeah, right. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. Live long and prosper. But uh, we used to work at this bar called the Bicycle Club in Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey for years. And that's really where I developed a lot of the psychology confrontation because I've worked with a lot of federal agencies and, you know, not only through teaching the martial arts, uh, but also how to avoid situations and took bits and pieces, kind of like Bruce Lee, you know, whatever works. Yep. Things from, even from Scientology. And I had a bad experience in 1986, the Scientologists tried to recruit me. But uh, that's a whole other story for another day. But uh, one thing I learned from them is, and now Ron Hubbard was really a genius in certain things with business management. He came up with something called the ARC triangle. Have you ever heard of that, Mark? I don't know. A stands for affinity defined okay. find you like somebody you want to occupy the same place at the same time with somebody. You have an affinity. R is reality, which is defined as agreement and okay. communication, taking a bit of information, having it understood as it was intended. Now they form a triangle and every time one point goes up, For example, we like each other, we have better communication. Anytime a point goes down, uh, you know, we have bad communication and, you know, we don't want to be occupying the same place at the same time with each other. Uh, So when I work with police, I work with them a lot on that and trying to build a rapport. For example, you come to a domestic dispute and this guy just beat the tar out of his wife. And you say to him, Mr. Smith, you know, what's the matter with you? Are you a man or a mouse? You know, you beat on a woman? No, you don't want to go there because that's adversarial. Mm-hmm. That does not build up the ARC triangle. Right away, you're knocking it down. So they say to him, Mr. Smith, obviously your wife must have get you so upset to feel the need to hit her. Explain to me, what did she do? She didn't have my food on the table in time. the <laughs> response to that is not, are you crazy? You hit a woman for that? Is I. I say, I hear you. That's my response. What I say is I hear you. And all of a sudden this guy says, hey, he hears where I'm coming from. He starts to like me a little more. So all little things like that. And this works with parents and kids. It works with men and women. It works with coworkers. And it works in conflict situations. Try to build the ARC triangle. And then I work, well, I've got very lucky. And I really believe, I'm not sure what your belief system is, but this friend of mine, Dr. Ted Korn, he, I just went to a seminar. I taught down in Philadelphia this past weekend and he is Jewish. He said in Hebrew, there's no word for coincidence because everything's ordained by God. He told me a number of years ago. Uh-huh. It kind of takes the um, like, you know, the idea of free will away because if everything's ordained already, then how can you kind of be responsible for what you do because it's already ordained, but we won't go there. But Anyway, uh, I kind of feel that in many ways, everything I've done up to this point has prepared me for what I'm doing in the future. And everything I studied, for example, when I went to chiropractic school. I had a master's degree in environmental health before that. And I said, I'll never use that. And now I'm using it all the time. I'm doing a lot of work with tox- toxins and longevity. And, um, you know, I've got a TV show now, too, which is going to be premiering on Roku. Yeah, gonna yeah. I was going to bring up. that up. Yeah, that's going to be coming up hopefully later. Yeah, I saw on. that it's called, uh, now my agent came up with this. I know it's called the super Mike show. Yeah. And for instance, Superman was my favorite cartoon character growing up. American's holistic hero. That's what it's called. Okay. Uh, super Mike show America's holistic hero. So we're going to have a American holistic hero club and to join, you have to promise three things. One, to take what you learn and share it with others You know, kind of pay it forward Two they'll try to be kind to our planet. Cause we only have one and three, we'll try to protect the animals that, cause I'm a big animal advocate too, to, to occupy the planet with us. Yep. It's kind of a good feel good type thing. And, um, so we have, I, the first season's all done. 11 episodes Our heaviest martial arts episode. You know, Tom Petteri, do you know him? State of the art security. He runs, he, he worked with me a lot of federal agencies. He, uh, developed CDT, okay. uh, worked with a lot of cops. He works with a lot of cops. And so he teaches a uh, SEAL team. He works with, uh, you know, he does work with the CIA, but if I told you that, I'd have to kill you, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. Uh, but he um, was on that because he was one of the world's foremost authorities in active shooter situations. And we did a show on active shooter environments. God forbid you're ever in a situation what to do. So basically the show is your survival guide to life through health, fitness, longevity, the environment, nutrition, personal safety. Why do you need a survival guide? I'm glad he asked, Mark. Why do you need a survival guide? (laughs) There's so much much misinformation out there. For example, eggs are good for you, eggs are bad for you. You know, a high-fat diet, a low-fat diet, you have experts on both sides of the fence saying the exact opposite thing. So how do you know who to believe how do you know what to believe? So, we yeah. want to cut through the misinformation every week. And de- well, it's not really every week because they release the whole season at once. So, we cut through the misinformation every episode and de- deliver the truth to you. And then, with that truth, you can share it with others. And then you'll become their holistic hero. So, that's basically you know, the idea uh, okay. behind the show.
1: So, on the Roku channel, there's not like a set day where you come in well, and all the cool. episodes. Runs-
0: you have to have roku first of all yeah. you know that service but then you have to download the streaming health tv channel it's a free download okay. on it yep and then there'll be uh about eight different shows that'll be on the streaming health tv channel and my show is gonna be the anchor show on that and also oh, it'll be a okay. Com- comcast on demand it'll be on two okay. different things platforms
1: what, what is the other platform
0: comcast on demand
1: oh okay that's interesting demand. I gotta talk so we'll be, later because I want to. I want to see how I get my channel on the Roku. Because I we'll, we'll
0: talk about that too. We can talk about that later. Uh, and so um, you know, we got the show, but everything with the show, like I said, everything up to my this point in my life, I feel has prepared me for this. And I've got pretty lofty goals because I always feel that if it's possible, anybody can do it if they put their mind to it. Because you know, Bill Parisi, you know, Parisi speed schools or any of those in the area? Have you heard of him? He was on, he did, he did a, a episode on fascia training because fascia, when I was in chiropractic oh, school, Oh,
1: okay. okay There's okay.
0: all the stuff that holds things together. You have subcutaneous tissue. That's fascia. You have deep fascia, holds your organs. I'm sorry. You hold your muscles together with your bones and your nerves and your tendons. Then you have your visceral fascia, hold your organs together. But fascia Stronger than steel, conducts electricity faster than the nervous system, and it is um, you know more resilient than nylon as far as flexibility. And um, it never got us through. Just like gut bacteria, never got us through. Now, if you read a lot about you know health, a lot of people are saying you know health starts in the gut because we have okay. we have uh, we should have about twenty five hundred different species. Of microbes in us and on us. And we have about two to five pounds of bacteria, depending upon who you believe, in us and on us. You can't go around and count every one of them, but there's about 100 trillion bacteria. We have about 10 to 40 trillion cells in the body, depending upon whose estimates you look at. Okay. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot more bacteria, cells, and viruses. And we even have protozoan and fungus, and they don't have to have a purpose. We don't know what yet. But, you know, it's a learning process. And, you know, they say the entire knowledge of humanity is doubling faster than once a year now. It just takes 600 years to double knowledge. But it's so specified that a lot of times we don't realize it. know, our generation will definitely see more major technological changes than any other generation ever did ever will. But my grandfather, his generation, I interviewed him actually with a, I got a video camera in 1989. That was a big box and a cord, it looked like the NBC boxes. And I videotaped him and his generation, he saw more lifestyle changes than any other generation. You know, like the airplane running water, you know, telephones cable tv microwave ovens electric garage door openers but as far as technology goes i mean it's advancing so fast a lot of people that are older they can't keep up with it they just kind of like don't even go there i just got my first iphone about a year ago because i was holding off because of the radiation because we did an episode also on emf you know the detrimental effects of radiation oh. on people yeah. but let's talk a little bit about martial arts. we for talking about everything else yeah. But, you know, it's all so important because the martial artist needs to look at things from a military perspective. Yep. You know, everything around them, things are trying to like, do harm to us. So what we have to do is we have to try to eliminate and take away the things that are doing harm. And we have to increase the things that we're deficient in. So really, yeah. the only reason why we don't reach our maximum health potential are excesses and deficiencies. If you say, well, I'm missing a gene, well, that's called market genetic deficiency. (laughs) But sometimes there's not that much you can do about genetic deficiencies, but uh, Dr. Joel Wallach wrote a couple books. Uh, One's called Dead Doctors Don't Lie, which is is a bestseller. Another one's called Epigenetics. I actually had dinner with him two years ago in New York, and he uh, is a, a naturopath, and he's also a doctor of veterinary medicine. So you can treat the animals and the people. But this book, Epigenetics, means we're not a slave to our DNA. Everything we do, everything we don't do, turns on and turns off good genes and bad genes. So we're not a slave to our DNA. And there's a lot of controversy around Angelina Jolie had a genetic predisposition to getting cancer, and she decided to be proactive and you know have certain body parts removed. Now- oh. Now, some people say that's very brave. Other people say it's very cowardly. You know, there's two sides. Just like there's controversies, there's everything. You know, uh, but just a side note, in 1996, the World Health Organization said coffee potentially causes cancer. In 2016, the same organization said coffee prevents cancer.
1: Yeah.
0: They were looking at the wrong variable. It's the temperature of the coffee that can cause cancer. Drinking very hot coffee, burning your esophagus. It wasn't the coffee. So a lot of times people look at things and they don't know what the truth is. Just like now, the American Heart Association still says low-fat diet. But the science says the food pyramid's upside down. The most calories should be fats. The middle is protein and least least carbohydrates because carbs burn dirty, produce oxidative stress, free radicals, and premature aging. So as an athlete, a martial artist, I believe you should convert to more of a uh, fat-burning or more of a ketogenic-type diet, which is kind of like paleo was the big thing a few years ago, and now keto is the big thing now. Yeah, common sense is always the big thing. Yeah, Because yeah. people, you know, like the atkins diet people all high protein and people ended up because he went to extreme ketosis and they ended up getting kidney failure i knew somebody that had had, get dialysis because he was on the atkins diet too severely
1: yeah Yeah.
0: so we have to watch out even drink too much water can kill you because it can dilute your electrolytes there was a guy that pledged for fraternity years ago part of the pledge i drink a five gallon you know one of those poland spring big bottles yeah yeah now, I'm not getting any money from Paula Springs to <laughs> give him a plug on here, but send me some money if you want, though. I'll take it. But he died from an electrolyte imbalance because he yeah. lost his electrolytes. So, you know, as martial artists, we have to think of our diet, our sleep. Sleep is vital because you have know, to get good sleep. Actually, this is an advertisement. You can see my wristbands, uh, FIR, that's one of my corporations. I'm co-owner of a corporation, actually my business partner, he's the major owner, but it's called FIR Industries, and we infuse our products with tourmaline, and tourmaline is a semi-precious stone, and my opinion, it accelerates the healing process of the human body. So we have a lot of uh, martial artists, a lot of athletes that are using tourmaline for recovery. So recovery is also a very important thing. Do you
1: think mixed uh, martial artists can do that? Like, what what can this martial
0: artist do? Absolutely. Well, head trauma is number one. We have to be careful because I had a show on concussions, too, because the way we look at concussions now is much different than we did years ago. I got so many concussions. I'm lucky that uh, I don't have chronic traumatic encephalopathy right now, CTE, that the football players get and boxers get. But we did another show on DNA testing, uh, actually Rafael Loretta was on. I give Raphael a plug, it's called Athletic Genetics, but genetics with an X at the end. And he did my testing. He said basically I was genetically built to beat the crap out of people, that's what he told me, because of my fast twitch muscle fiber. And also, uh, you know, we used to do those slapping games. As a kid, I never lost doing that. And so I got the fast twitch and uh, my, Injury recovery is off the charts too. And my ability to metabolize carbohydrates is something very interesting that I never knew until we did that test. I didn't know that there was a gene to actually metabolize vitamin D. And it's very important to keep our vitamin D levels up to get your vitamin D tested with all athletes. There was a study that was done about five years ago at the NFL combine. Okay. And they found that the athletes with the lowest D had the highest injuries in college. The ones with the highest D had the lowest injuries because to recover and to prevent injuries, get your vitamin D up, you say over 30 uh, nanograms per, uh, I think uh, third, I forgot the unit, uh, milliliter, I think it's per milliliter. But the units are 30 to 100, the range. You say, I like to see about 90. I think 30 is pretty bad. The lowest patient i ever tested had a nine, but athletes should get their vitamin D up. And vitamin K2 is very essential to have with vitamin D because K2 gets the calcium to the bones and the teeth where they belong, not the soft tissues and the arteries where they don't belong.
1: Okay, so, so what kind of diet do you recommend for martial artists? Like high, like a lot of drinking a lot of
0: milk or uh, no, I don't like milk. I don't like milk at all because milk, we the only species that consumes milk from another species. The only species that consumes milk as an adult. I'm not a big milk. A lot of people have milk allergies too and food sensitivities. Even though they might not be lactose intolerant, they might have a sensitivity. And I tell people, uh, you know, to get off gluten, get off of lactose, the two things, and see how you feel. So a lot of people, you know, they shouldn't be eating grains. Uh, You know, the whole thing with the food pyramid, eat all these grains. Now, I think we should be more of a ketogenic diet. Like I said, eating, um, you know, things like salmon is great. A lot of fresh fruits and vegetables, salads to eat. Uh, Avocados are fantastic. Uh, And it's amazing, though, when you go on a good diet, so many people are suffering from depression and pre-diabetes. You know, there's, we spend more money per capita than anybody else in the world on, uh, healthcare, and we keep on going down. I think we're on 34th now in life expectancy in the United States. It's, uh-huh. it's really horrible. You know, I always say that it's not the pill for the ill, and people are taking so many drugs, because that's how we're indoctrinated ever since we're kids. The United States and New Zealand are the only two countries in the world that can, that can advertise prescription drugs to the consumer. And, okay. and uh, you know, the cure is not in your medicine cabinet. The cure is on your dinner plate. That's where the cure is, and there was a movie called Forks Over Knives all about that. And the idea is, you know, what you eat, not what you cut with the surgeon. When I first heard Forks Over Knives, it's like, what's that? You know, you cut your meat, fork over knife.
1: But yeah, I, yeah. I so heard, it's heard, saying like you are what you
0: mean, right? Did you see ever see Supersize Me that movie? No, no, no. I mean, that was great. This guy was he ate McDonald's for like so many weeks, and it ended up he gained so much weight. He even ended up with. A poor guy ended up with erectile dysfunction from eating McDonald's. Isn't that great advertising? Was that like a couple years ago or something? Yes. Yes, But then my coworkers were telling me about it. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy, but you know, you are what you eat. So, you know, another friend of mine is a doctor. uh, Another chiropractor told me, you know, everything that we uh, do, everything we put in our bodies either makes us live longer or not so long. so, you know, it's a crapshoot. I mean, life is a giant game of Russian roulette. Everything we do or don't do puts bullets into or out of that cha- those chambers, yes. because, you know, it could be a one out of a thousand chance of something and you could get that. It could be 999 out of a thousand or something else and you won't get it. But playing the odds is the best thing to do. But, you know, in general, you know, we should stay away from head trauma. And now they're saying even cognitive things if you have a concussion. To, you know, don't even do like math, for example. You have to let your brain, you know, chill out too, besides your body. Oh, you
1: mean like like late at night, like,
0: like your brain? Oh no, in other words, if you, get, you have a concussion, then for a number of days afterwards, you shouldn't do anything that requires higher, you know, cerebral mental focus or processes. Do like, you know, just normal conversation not anything oh, okay. mentally, besides physically, but um, like I was saying, I'm lucky I've got that gene for injury repair, so I think that's what's saving. Because I, I, I'm telling you, I probably had minimum of five concussions in my life. Minimum. Is
1: a lot more than that? Isn't that from the
0: martial arts. Oh yeah, diving into a swim pool in the shallow end and what kinds of things? Wrestling, uh, because I grappled, and I developed a whole like you know street martial arts before. MMA was even around before the And I recorded the first, a uh, friend of mine was over, actually Bob Hammond, who is a pa- patient of mine, also a martial arts student, who got into the U.S. Marshals, Deputy Marshal in Newark, 500 applicants. He got the job coincidence. Then he got me working with the Marshals and Mike DePosquale got in and, and Tom Petiri and all these other guys. So we all went down to Fort Dix in 1992, I think it was, And we taught at the FBI defensive tactics training school down there. So I was, I was down there with Mike's dad. We were roomed down there. I'm laying there in bed thinking to myself, yeah, tomorrow I'm teaching you guys. These guys are FBI defensive tactics instructors. Maybe they're better than me. And I remember the art of war by Sun Tzu. And, you know, the threat of the attack is worse than attack itself. Because when you see attack coming, you know what you're dealing with. But it's like Alfred Hitchcock. You can conjure something off screen a lot worse than you can show somebody. The boogeyman in the back of your head is the worst, worse than the one you can see on a movie. So then I said, I can't do anything about it now. I'm going to sleep. And it was like I was teaching green belts the next day. But these guys, very proficient with firearms, but, you know, but I'm lucky because these guys I work with, you know, some of the top martial artists on the planet. Mm. So... We did our best to teach them as much as we could, but I felt a little better because they weren't better than me. But I felt bad because they weren't better than me because, you know, I figured that we are have the best people out there teaching. But uh, unfortunately in general law enforcement, we're trying to change that. And Tom goes around teaching, you know, all the time police, but in general, they don't have the level of skills that they should, because if they did, then there'd be a lot less, situations like Eric Garner where he got choked out. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah. that was horrible. I went crazy when I saw that video. Because you should never put your hands on anybody like that. You know, with the psychological confrontation, if I was a policeman in that situation, I'd say, you know, it's illegal to sell single cigarettes. So you know what we're gonna do? Do me a favor. Let's hang out here. I'll flash my badge anybody tries to sell cigarettes and not buy any more from you. But you don't wanna leave, let's hang out. I'm supposed to, you know, be leaving. My chef but I need overtime. You know, I get paid a lot of money for overtime. So let's hang out and give me some overtime. And everybody's yeah. just taken off.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I
0: have to look at a situation and try to figure out how to deal with it. Now, this is not only for police, but for physical confrontation. Because I do anti-bullying programs.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And the first and, thing and, you have to know and, about. Uh, with schools? With uh, the- well, all kinds. Of, I've been teaching anti-bullying for over a quarter century. but the first thing we have to realize is that bullying is hardwired, hardwired in our DNA. We're meant to bully. Now, why am I saying that? Because with dogs, with horses, all species, they bully. Because it effectively removes other members of the species from the gene pool so they can't reproduce. So they take the defective individuals and remove them by bullying them. But we're living in a society now with rules and regulations. We can't tell people who can reproduce and who can't, Yeah. okay? So we should be above that, but we have to realize that it's within us, hardwired, so we have to go over that. You know, in the old days, you're walking by the cave, you saw some woman that you like, you hit the guy over the head, you killed him and you took her. Yeah. He had a piece of meat, you punched him and you took it. But yeah. we have rules today. Somebody's, you know, eating a sandwich, you can't hit him over the head and take it. Exactly. Um, But anyway, uh, you know, bullying, what I say with the bullies is that, you know, they're really low self-esteem. You can make yourself feel better one of two ways, by accomplishing something or making other people feel worse than you. And the bullies try to drag other people down. So my advice to kids is that first learned some martial arts so you know how to deal with it. but never let a bully with an arm's length, always, you know, turn to the side, a little bent to the knees, have your hands left, like you're talking like you're Italian. I got enough Italian DNA. I can say that. And, uh, you know, you're in a modified fighting stance, but I got a little crazy. Do you ever see the original, uh, movie Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah I was, I was, got thrown in the movie theater because I was yelling at the screen back then. Well, you're an idiot because the both of them are standing there with their knees locked talking to each other both within the kill zone. You know, both him and the bad guy that used to break pool sticks over people pool cues. Yeah. But whoever they got for their advice on that wasn't very good. Whoever's out there and I tell you to your face if I knew who you were but You know, anybody to allow that situation when somebody's supposed to be the guru of bouncing, you know, don't do that in a real situation. And, you know, when you back up, another thing is if somebody moves into your personal space, you never back straight up. You spiral out because you increase your distance, but by spiraling, because if you back up, you show you're submissive. You don't want to stay where you are because then they can get within your kill zone which is arm's length. So you want to spiral out, and then you say, whoa, whoa, stay there, you know. You're getting a little too close to me. If you get too close to me, I start to get nervous because I'm gonna think you're to try to do harm to me. Or are you uh, gonna try okay. to do harm to me? Yep. Is that your intention? Then you just call them out on it. And a lot of people don't like to be talked to like that because when you have confidence, the bully doesn't like that. Yes. They don't like people with confidence. They want somebody to cower. And you know we could do a whole interview on bullying, but uh, I know we're probably running out of time. How many more minutes do we have left?
1: Uh, we got like a minute or two.
0: A minute or what, two. What
1: kind of stuff do you recommend for recovery?
0: Okay, for recovery, well, actually tourmaline, <laughs> our products work very well for recovery, because my theory works on mitochondrial dysfunction. But as far as uh, recovery, as far as food goes, uh, you know, you need protein for recovery, and a lot of times it's good to work out in an empty stomach because when you work out an empty stomach, you're burning fat and you're making your body go to more, because we're either carb burners or fat burners. You want to be oh, a fat burner. Yeah, yeah. Primitive humans, we're fat burners. You know yeah. if you're a carb burner, you miss a meal, you get all shaky, you're a carb burner. You know you're a fat burner, you miss a meal, you just get hungry. Yeah, you're shaky. But yeah. we want to convert to being and I'm a big fan of intermittent fasting, which we could do a whole show on intermittent fasting. Yeah, it, that's like a new trend now,
1: intermittent fasting. Right. You
0: know, a lot of intermittent fasting, eating within an eight-hour window a day, and also try not to eat within three hours of going to bed at night, and also uh, high-intensity interval training. I really advocate that, which really builds HGH naturally. It's a bunch of ways of building HGH, which is human growth hormone. Intermittent fasting, and then you have uh, vibration platform training and also high intensity interval training are all very good for that. And also there's another product which I use called Somaderm, which is if anybody uh, wants information on that, they can contact me. That's a uh, homeopathic HGH with no side effects. It's 30 cycles of homeopathic dilution. I've been doing that for over a year. I look about five years younger than I did a year ago. I got rid of my gray hair till my gray hair disappeared. And everybody was asking me if I was dying my hair my tv Is show that like an anti-aging it's anti aging too yes it's um but that's like i said a story for another day but uh, i've really been investigating because i want to be the first person to live to be 200 that's oh, my goal wow. that's my goal people laugh now here's the thing though you want to be like be
1: like 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 some people like are oh, like they always want to live long but you want okay. 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 right?
0: to now who wants to be drawn out of the side of the mouth Eating food and in diapers. You might be alive, but you're not living. I would trade people trade ten years of pain and suffering for one year of health and vitality, but there's no store to go to for that deal. So what you have to do is you have to maintain your health when you have it, or obtain it again before it's irreversibly lost. I do a whole other thing called science-based nutrition where we do hair, urine, and blood, and we see what's off, and we can help just about any condition without drugs. That's great. every drug has a potential side effect. Exactly. And uh, now,
1: people wanted to get in touch with you. Right. How would they get in touch with you? Because we, we are
0: running out of time. OK, yeah, we can they call my office, which is in Ramsey, New Jersey. Is 201-447-3800 is the phone number. Or my website is drevangel, that's d-r-e-v-a-n-g-e-l.com, drevangel.com. Just remember the evil angel, E-V for evil, but I'm not evil, and then angel. (laughs) That's one of my martial arts students who's always called me the evil angel. But we all have our good side and our not-so-good side. As the Native American said, depends which wolf you feed. You know, I'm very philosophical, too. I'm also an ordained minister, too. (laughs) <laughs> and a couple, of the, a couple of the uh couples I married are divorced but you know that's life
1: exactly you know? well michael it was great having you on the show great to be here and uh we'll, i'll get back and talk to you about that ruku channel and everybody uh don't forget he has a show coming out on the ruku um, and he's in, uh, what's the town here in Ramsey?
0: Roku, R-O-K-U, Roku.
1: Yeah, what town is your office in Rams uh, Ramsey,
0: New Jersey. Yeah, Ramsey, New Jersey,
1: yes, right here in Bergen County. Yeah. Right near, not far from me, actually.
0: Well, where are you located? Uh, I'm over
1: by, like, Westwood and Paramus. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're like neighbors.
0: Yeah, I used to live in Rivervale. I, yeah. Yeah.
1: Not far at all.
0: Yep. Okay, we'll have to get together sometime, maybe have lunch.
1: Exactly, exactly. We'll, we'll uh, talk shop
0: absolutely okay mark it was great talking to you
1: all right man thanks for being on the show
0: okay live long and prosper
1: you too <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: the 200 all right buddy take care okay, take care bye-bye hey what's up world this is will and you are about to listen to the mark the shark mma show enjoy the show
1: Everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hey, fans! Here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets: PodcastCity.net, facebookcom Network, Hit that thumbs up! You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at PodcastCityNet. Only on podcast city network this is a coupon queen pen from the cqp moments podcast and you're listening to mark the shark mma show